This is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude podcast means nobody gets left behind. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined tonight by two awesome Mickey Dude rotating commentators. From currently, not from, but currently in our nation's capital, we have Joe Quattrochi. Yes, I'm coming again from the Old Dominion State. And uh, yes, I do know where Iona College is as well. The Gales. Always make the tournament. I would be uh, very uh, concerned if you didn't know where Iona was, my friend. (laughs) That would be bad. Yes. (laughs) And from Chicago, Illinois, we have the... Ever awesome, Tim Schweska. Thank goodness baseball season is here because it's been a long winter as a Blackhawks fan. Let's go Mets. Had to put that in there. Still remember 69. Take a hike. You gotta believe. I'm not touching this one with a 10-foot pole. And with that, let's have a word from our sponsors. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Gico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com joffreys coffee and tea a flavor for every disney memory who has the largest selections of dvc resale listings and is the number one dvc reseller in the world who has 90 percent of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees who has 95 years of combined disney vacation club experience and has been selling dvc since 1993 who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. They did release the points today for Riviera or the other day. I mean, they, they really ought to start having Robin Leach start making the Disney commercials at this point. <laughs> Wishing you champagne wishes and Mickey Baw dreams. Here's from Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous at Top of the World Lounge. That was a blast from the past I could have so done without. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, come on. Everybody knows Robin Leach if you're, you know, age 35 and older, man. Exactly. It made me feel old, but I am old. But that's another story for another time. Was were you wearing an onion on your belt? Was it the style at the time, Dave? Yes, yes, it was. Back then, nickels had bumblebees on them. Ah, give me five bees for a quarter. We'd always say. And before this gets more off the rails than it already is, gentlemen, let's start up. So we're going back to our tournament from last uh, week, which was quite fun to uh, record. I actually listened back one of the few shows i actually listened to because i hardly ever listen to this show after we put it out 
Thank you for helping our download count there, Dave. Appreciate it. Oh, no, I downloaded it and let it kind of just cycle through, but I never listened to it. So it's just one of those things that, yeah. So those shows where you guys were, like, hosting and, like, I wasn't around, nothing personal. I just never heard them. Thanks. Anytime. At least I'm honest. Hey, I'm, I'm, putting, that, I'm putting that out to you. Like when we had the blog going and then, uh, what's his name? You know, the guy who uh, rumored to uh, work with us? Oh, that was before my time. Uh, something like uh, Blue Gilletti? Oh, no, that's a Marino's Ice. Pat Gennetti, that's Oh, it. I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm thinking of somebody yeah. else. Pat, Pat Gennetti. Um, is, isn't Indiana Jones looking for him at this point? Yeah, we'll find him in the Temple of the Crystal Skull. I figured, I figured we'd find him in the Temple of Venelin Inhaler. <laughs> I wasn't going there, but I'm so glad you did. I'm allowed. I'm a fellow asthmatic. I am holding my Ventolin Inhaler as I say that. Pat, my short breath brother, we miss you. <laughs> and you know, yeah, it's Pat. funny because I totally lost my train of thought of what I was talking about. I am so sorry, dude. Somebody refresh my memory. Again, it's the age. Well, we were going to talk about the tournament. But before that... <laughs> Oh, we're talking about download counts? Oh, yes. So when we had the blog going and Pat was writing all of these different blogs, he would be like, oh, did you read my article? And I'd be like, "Uh, no. That's it. Okay. Uh, Who? Okay. All right. All right. Well, that fell flat, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go now, and we're going to uh, visit our uh, tournament again. Uh, the seating is kind of messed up here. I don't have it in front of me. I apologize because we just did a uh, poll in our private uh, organizer Facebook uh, chat that we have. So I'm gonna go Magic Kingdom first. We had Splash Mountain versus Peter Pan. Splash Mountain took it by a landslide. Pirates of the Caribbean versus Space Mountain. This one was kind of interesting. Where do you think this went, guys? Well, I I saw the way it was trending, and, well, I get Pirates is cool, but I don't understand how you can pick a slow-moving dark ride over Space Mountain. Man, I just don't get it. I I second that. I mean... Listen, I know everybody loves pirates and it's the theme and all that stuff. And like, but I, as cheesy as Space Mountain is and how much you come out there needing neck surgery, like, I love it. I love the 80s music going into the Star Tunnel. I love the smell of it. I love that it's dark. I like that it's old. I love the picture of the chick with the blown out perm hair on the safety video when you're walking up. It's just everything about it is awesome. See, I love the Star Tunnel music. I'm not partial to the ride, I'm not partial to getting into those pods. I think that if the ride was completely pitch black like they did in uh, the Halloween party, oh yeah, I would be doing it constantly. I know it's supposed to be space-themed, but that pitch black was just really fun. I would be running to it. The whole uh, just space... You know, it's Space Mountain. It's iconic, but honestly, I just... I'm more partial to Pirates than if I had a choice of riding Pirates or Space Mountain, I'm going to Pirates. I don't know why. If if I can cram my Western Lowland rear end into those things, no one in this group should have a problem getting into that, okay? You see, I don't have a problem getting in or getting out. I just don't, I just don't find them comfortable and I just, I don't enjoy the process. And then constantly, every time I'm riding it, I'm pushing my, I'm pushing my, uh, left knee against the uh, little bag on the side because I'm paranoid that my wallet, my magic band, my cell phone, all my all my important possessions are going to fly out and it's going to be on the floor somewhere. I'm going to have to wait for 24 hours before they turn on the lights and service the attraction till I get my stuff back. Every time, it's like I'm just, I can't enjoy it because I'm worried that everything is just going to go flying out of it and... It's just one of those mind over matter things with me. Oh, okay. So, so it's you, not the ride, right? You know what? 
I'll I'll give it, you that in this one. Maybe it is. <laughs> so, it, but well, remember, it wasn't Dave Koch versus Pirates of the Caribbean. It was Space Mountain versus Pirates of the Caribbean. That's I'm true. saying why I voted for. I know, but I'm just I'm just giving you grief. Man. I know, but you know what? If you if you're going to engage me on this, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you suffer through my uh, con- my constant rambles. You know, I don't Do get mad. Best. I get I even. Seinfeld. Yes. Now, if they, I think that one is kind of like uh, it's, it has like one of those pouch but, uh, type uh, covers. But if they actually had fasteners to them, I would feel a lot better. But I don't think they do. I think it's just like a flap that goes over, and I, I assume that they don't really have a problem with it because obviously, it stays the way it is. It's just I guess it's just my paranoia. I don't usually feel that way on Big Thunder Mountain because it, they have the little uh, covering that goes over it. I still well, kind it of move just fast enough to do anything. Well, just you know, and I kind of think I'm already cramped in there, so my knee is my knee is up on top of it anyway. So the contents of that pouch isn't going anywhere in the first place. No, that's that's fair enough because honestly, uh, I'm the way I'm cramped in Space Mountain. I know my bag's not going anywhere, and I feel the exact opposite when I get onto Rock and Roller Coaster. So oh, I'm you know the same what? way, brother. I, I understand. I completely understand. You see, rocking roller coaster, Rock and Roller Coaster doesn't bother me because what I do is I usually have a book bag, and I put my foot through one of the loops. So if it's at the bottom of me, I know it's not going to go anywhere because it's around my leg. Fair enough. Unfortunately, it, I, even even though it's around my leg... I'm still not confident enough. I, I, I basically go Space Mountain on. <laughs> I go you Space Mountain on Rock and Roller Coaster. Gotcha. You I see, still love the ride, but I, but I go. I'm the same way. I've tried to go like this. I've tried to go you uh, Rock and Roller Coaster on Space Mountain, and honestly, I it's. If you ever see me trying to put my foot through the bag and then get into the pod and all this, it's. It's something that uh, should be a its own Disney cartoon because it's just just uh, superimposed goofy on top of me because it just um, I look hurting. It's hilarious. I, I'm I'm sure I have the same weird like neurotic look anytime anyone like anytime that photo is snapped of me on Rock and Roller Coaster. Where everyone else is having a great time, and all I'm thinking of is, God, I don't want to lose my flask. Uh, I don't want to lose my <clears throat> suntan lotion and everything else in that bag. <laughs> nice recovery, my friend. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, Pirates actually won this one. That's a shame. <laughs> and then the next one we have is Haunted Mansion versus Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. A haunted Mansion better. Yeah, because Haunted Mansion. Whooped this up. Just for the classic feel. When I've said this before. When you're on Haunted Mansion, you feel like there's only a few rides where I had that I'm in Disney moment, and Haunted Mansion is one of them. Yeah. Splash Mountain's another I one. I agree. But I'm just like, yeah, when you're in that thing, you're like, man, I am here. This is awesome. And there's nothing. It's cheesy, like, effects. It doesn't matter. It's awesome. And So, yeah. Fun fact. I will... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I just I will say this. It's unpopular opinion time. Seven Dwarves Mine Train is a kiddie coaster that was given extra theming so adults would be distracted. That is You're a kiddie coaster. Right. It is. I understand it's in Fantasyland. Slinky Land. Dog Dash is so much it. better. Yeah. See, I mean, I I would I would ride Slinky Dog. I would ride Barnstormer. I would ride. I would ride so many. I would honestly go on Primeval Whirl over this thing. I wouldn't go that and that, far. And that requires a chiropractor. Yeah, you lost me on that one, my friend. I love chiropractor, just for the record. <laughs> oh, I do too. Oh, I, 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 love, I love Primeval World, and I mean, yeah. It, I love my chiropractor. adjustment off of it. <laughs> but you know Seven Dwarfs is going to win this, right? Just Actually... Who's... Who's the Grammy go-to? Actually, Haunted Mansion by by uh, Landslide. That was a unanimous Wow. One. Good. Good. All right. I'll be honest with you, too. Splash Mountain was unanimous, too. Nobody, even me, I didn't even I didn't even vote for Peter Pan. You know how much I love Peter Pan. You do. But Splash Mountain is my happy place. Was that the, was that the next scene? <laughs> no. 
That was actually yeah, our first sorry. one. And then that moves us on to... Let's go to the studios. So, we're going to go Tower of Terror versus the Indian... Tower of Terror versus the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. Joseph, your thoughts? I mean, listen, I, I as much as I love an opening day attraction more than anybody, um, I mean, you just... Tower of Terror, I mean, it's not even... And just and just and by the way, just as I said, I love the Star Tunnel. You make that left-hand turn into the lobby, and you get that rush of cool air, and you get that musty air conditioning smell. Again, love it. So yes, Tower of Terror. Oh, yep. Although one person did vote for Indiana Jones. Can a wager a guess on who? Uh, that could be anybody. I tell you what. Make a guess and tell me why you think it would be this person. Keeping in mind this person yeah, could be me too. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer to my friend from the Windy City. What do you think, Mr. Swesco? No, I asked you. Oh, I don't Screwed everything up. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, well, um... Jeff, because Jeff always finds the happy side and everything. I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can, can we seriously edit that out? Because I have no idea. <laughs> no, no, we we cannot because you're right on the money. Is it Jeff? Yes. Because I'm saying Jeff would be the one that would find like he would find like the the meaning in like the show and, and like the the effects. And that's the only reason why I would say Jeff Williams. That that doesn't surprise me that Jeff would answer. We that do know way, each other as far well. as the experience and everything else and explain the show and I <clears throat> I get that, but. Tower of Terror does give you, I would have to say, a thrill unlike anywhere else in the park. And the only thing I think that would probably come close to it would be Everest. So it's uh, it's it's very well done. I, I, I will say this with Tower of Terror, speaking of thrills, is that it doesn't matter if you've rode Tower of Terror with me. I always carry a little Patagonia, a little backpack, a little small thing. And I always put it on my lap. And I love to watch it float in the air. I get more joy out of watching that than anything else. So, You see, me, that is the only ride that I am literally terrified on. I don't scream on rides usually. Like, I'll do it on a roller coaster and put my hands up in the air and everything. Tower of Terror, no matter how much I try not to scream, when it starts going up, you hear me, and then going down, it just... No, no matter what, I can't not scream on that ride. I guess it does invoke that terror in me that, that they so eloquently put in their name. And it's funny because in Disneyland, when it was Twilight Zone themed, I would have the same exact reaction. But now that it's a Rocket Raccoon... Uh, Guardians themed? Yeah, themed for Guardians of the Galaxy... And you have the cheesy 80s music playing and everything and, and all the, the jokes and everything. It's the whole time I'm smiling and just laughing my head off on it. I don't scream anymore on it. It's, it's, a, weird, it's a weird change that they just changed the theming and it kind of changed the whole mood and feel of it. But I don't scream on that one, but I definitely scream on the one in Florida and... I guess uh, you can say technically I also had this uh, visceral reaction in Europe because I did it in Paris once too. Oh, he's just bragging. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> I miss those days. Alrighty. Next one. Slinky Dog Dash versus Star Tours. Oh, that's not even cool. Where's this going? See, I'm going to say Slinky Dog. Why do you say Star Tours and why do you say Slinky Dog? I say Star Tours because I personally think it's a much better ride. I think it's a much better experience. Uh, Whereas I do have a huge childhood connection to Slinky Dog because I grew up with Dachshunds. Uh, I also grew up with Star Wars. (laughs) 
and Star Wars has always been just kind of that constant that's always been around, and now especially it's kind of neat to see the all the new ones coming out and the new generation, the, all the new kids getting involved. It's it's almost like this has now gone three generations, and it's so cool to see just people, you know, my dad's age all the way through, you know, kids, you know, kids that are, you know, Pat's, you know, Pat's kids' ages and in there all enjoying the same thing. So to me, I like it just because I think Star Wars kind of spans the ages. Okay, and Joe? I'm at, well, I'm... At... It's it's close. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this like a sixty five to thirty five percent. Maybe I don't know. I, I say Star Tours has a better queue, has a better theming, but I like roller coasters. And even though like Slinky Dog is not like your oh my god like Six Flags kind of coaster, like I like that better in it than a sim ride. You know, I though, just, I, you do get some G-Force on it, you know? it. it you, you do, but I've, I actually have to concentrate a lot because sometimes I do get sick on those rides, so it's also a personal preference. But that's why I said it's close because I do like the queue for Star Tours. No, I was actually talking I, Slicky Dog with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, you, you do. Get like some you nice, go, you know, you, you, there is a couple of those hills where, you know, you kind of come out of your seat and you go airborne for a small second and all. Yeah, I mean, and like, it's, it's a little I mean, more I'm, I'm intense always, than they actually uh, make it out to be. Absolutely. And like I said, I'm like, oh, it's definitely Slinky Dog when you announced this this pairing. But it's still close because I do like the theming. I do like the queue. I do like the, you know, uh, C-3PO and all that, you know, all the old school characters in there. I like the way it changes constantly. It's not the same experience all the time, but I'll never pass up a coaster of any kind. So that's where my, but so it's not a, not a blah. This is like a game that went down to the last, you know, they're fouling at the end of the game. You know, they're shooting free throws. I wouldn't go that far because the only ones that voted for Star Tours are myself and Tim. And, uh, again, I did it more for the whole theming and the whole immersion. Yes, we're going to have a whole Star Wars uh, Star Wars uh, section of the park. But before that even came to uh, announcement, we had Star Tours. And we could all live in the Star Wars universe for a short period of time. And it was glorious to be able to do so. So just going in and just being around the droids and the full immersion of it, I had to give it to Star Tours for that, for the whole uh, movie experience. Because it is the studios that's supposed to be riding the movies. All right, and now, Rock and Roller Coaster versus Muppet Vision 3D. As much as I love the Muppets, the Muppets most likely and should get their rear ends kicked on this. This is this is like a sixteen seed that beat a one that's playing yeah. you know, that's playing a number two yeah, seed Davidson now and it's like Duke. the 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 magic well actually Davidson's actually been pretty good lately. But I'm saying it's like maybe Iona playing, you know. <laughs> but, because you uh, know where it is. I do know where Iona is, but uh and actually they win their conference every year for the most part. Um but yeah, this is one of those things where the magic's run out and it's not even close. And with the exception of one, everybody voted for Rock and Roller. Somebody actually voted for Muppets? Yep. How do we Chuck? Why would Chuck have voted? Doesn't Chuck uh, use the line from Muppets for when he gets on a show? Yeah, but so do I when I'm not hosting. No. Oh, that's just why I thought it was Chuck. Uh, Tim, who voted and why? I'm sorry, sir? Who voted for Muppets and why? Uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and go with Pat voting for Muppets. And Pat voted for the Muppets because the Muppets are an all-time classic. That's a big No. Let's go back to our first answer from the last one. Oh, Jeff Williams. Yep. Jeff Williams. Oh, good Muppets. old Jeff. Oh, Jeff always finds the positives and everything. Well, I mean, yeah, I, Jeff met me and he seemed to <laughs> Jeff, and he seemed to like me. So yeah, I mean if Jeff can find a positive in me, Jeff can find a positive in the Muppet <laughs> show. And with that, moving on, we have Toy Store. Toy Store. Toy Story Midway Mania versus Alien Swirling Saucers. I mean, these aren't even close. Uh, 
Toy Story Midway Mania is fantastic. Alien Swirling Saucer is the only reason that it has even gained any traction is because, number one, when you abbreviate it, everyone loves saying, let's go ride that blank. And because of its newness, because of Toy Story Land just opening, the, you know, this, the sticker, you know, it's, it still has the new ride smell. The only reason anyone should have even voted for it. See, I don't ride it. Whenever I go, whenever I go into Toy Story Land, I just pass by and I just uh, like go up to the sign on the queue and I just tap it. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. I, I did get that. I was just enjoying listening to Tim laugh more about it. <laughs> I enjoyed listening to the fat idiot chuckle. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Fatty found a funny. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even gonna follow up with anything. I think you guys have eloquently. Hey, as, the, as you know, I pick the right. I enjoy. I enjoy picking <laughs> off uh, other folks, and well, if I'm gonna pick off other folks, I got to be my own favorite target. So. All right. Well, with that said, Toy Story took this one in a landslide. All right. Moving on to. Epcot. Oh, by the way, my apologies. We I left that one in Magic Kingdom because this was the one that uh, it got out of order in our uh, little polls because I had to uh, message Joseph to uh, basically see if we had a tie. And if that was the case, I would have had to call Jeanette Pellegrini, our uh, resident tiebreaker. Or we were going to see if this was going to turn the tables. So... The other uh, Magic Kingdom matchup was Big Thunder Mountain versus the Jungle Cruise. Now, Tim, where is this one going? Because remember, keep in mind that it is uh, Joseph that is uh, the deciding factor here. Or Jeanette. Okay. To me, Jungle Cruise. Because I think the shtick is better on the Jungle Cruise. I think the experience is better on the Jungle Cruise. And I think the only reason to ever even like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is nostalgia. Because I know it seems like a roller coaster, but to me it just feels like a really fast train. It does not feel like a roller coaster. There is not one part of that that makes me believe it's a roller coaster. It's, I mean, again, it's to me, uh, to me, honestly, it's a, oh, hey, I just got off a Splash Mountain. Doesn't seem like there's long of a wait. Okay, I'll go in. I've never gone out of my way to ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad after reaching the age of 10. Joseph? I will disagree with my Midwestern friend um, because that's actually my wife and I is one of our favorites. Um, we enjoy riding in the back. I feel at like the second section where you kind of go like in a 360, like when you're just kind of like leaned up against the right side of the train, you get some pretty good G-forces there. I mean, yeah, it's not a Six Flags coaster, but... Um, it's great, and also like Chuckles said last week, riding it at night's great. Um, but I do respect his opinion. I also am one of the people I believe that voted for Small World over Jungle Cruise in the first round. So that says a lot about my picks right there. So, but I'm going to say Big Thunder. That's fair enough. Okay, so I went with Jungle Cruise just for the whole uh, experience that you get with it. Again, Jeff you're both did, wrong. Jeff did bring up the <laughs> point that, you know, it all depends on your skipper and if you have a really bad skipper, which I've had excellent skippers and I've had terrible skippers before. And yes, it does change the whole dynamic of the experience. Uh, but I will give. So in this case, Big Thunder Mountain did win it over Jungle Cruise, but I will give one thing to uh, Big Thunder Mountain. In terms of roller coasters, I love roller coasters too, but I don't think of this one as... I think of this one akin to the Barnstormer. Except for the fact, yes, it's probably a little more intense than the Barnstormer, but what I love about Big Thunder Mountain is such detail. When you're going up in the cave and you're looking around at the stalactites and the stalagmites, you know, you feel like you're in an actual cave. The bats going around... The, the water dripping down. It's the whole ride, even when, when just kind of looking up close as you're kind of zipping around, the attention to detail that the Imagineers put into there 
is phenomenal and it's one of those rides that always makes me marvel at the magic of disney and that's why i love it so much but again i kind of feel the more interactive guest experience of the jungle cruise compelled me to vote for it but big thunder mountain takes it and now we're going to epcot and we're gonna go with our number one seed first so are we going so Soren versus Journey into Imagination with Figment? What happened here, guys? Man, it's a tough one. Timmy, we'll make sure, it first. Go ahead, so, I, I, as our host Dave Koch here, his uh, Twitter handle is Figment's Reality. I absolutely love Figment. He is my favorite. I guess you could say he's a Disney character, right, Dave? Even though he's oh, yeah, strictly most... a theme park. He is my favorite. I would, I, I would say I, the I, fact that he is a theme park character, I would say, he, aside from Mickey Mouse, I would say he's one of the quintessential Disney characters for the fact think, that he's so obscure. And... Let me tell you something. And I think the Walt Disney Company knows because you remember they, tried, they got rid of him for a while and now everything's got his face on it. I mean, so he's that popular. I love Figment. Like, there is not a character I love more than Figment. However, Soren is just one of those rides that I hear the music. Again, it's one of those places where I'm like, I'm actually here. I'm in Epcot. You know, I do like the original version, Soren over California. That was my favorite one. I like it with the PGA West and going up the coast. And um, I like that better than the current version right now. So as much as it hurts me to say... I have to pick Soren over my beloved Figment. I just, I just as a, an attraction standpoint, it is better. Now, if it was Soren versus the original with Dreamfinder, that'd be a different story. Okay, and Tim, as much <clears throat> as much as I do love Figment, as much as I do love Journey into Imagination, I, I got to give him the L on this. Um, I, I just, I just don't see them making it out of this. Uh, the the ride is just extremely boring. It's extremely cheesy, and I mean, yes, there's a lot of nostalgia in there. But I mean, even being a huge Monty Python fan, you almost hear you almost hear the background of Eric Idle's voice saying, "Oh God, why did I do this?" <laughs> you almost hear the regret <laughs> in his voice while he's singing. It's like the uh, how did I go from being one of the most popular acts in the world to playing second fiddle to a purple dragon? Even though that dragon is Figment, and there's nothing wrong with playing, playing second fiddle to Figment in Disney. But I, I, I just, I just don't see Journey into Imagination making out of this one. You see, and you are right in that because everybody except me voted for Soren. Uh, the only reason why I gave it to Figment on this one, it's not because how much I love Figment, and it's no s- secret about how much I do love Figment. It's my, I voted based on my disdain for the new version of Soren. If this was Soren over California, over Figment at this point, uh, Figment would uh, be a blip. Because I'm definitely giving it to Soren over California, but Soren around the world. Honestly, I'm at that point now where I, I have, I don't even consider it a fast pass. I don't. If I'm going into Epcot, I'm at that. It disgusts me so much that I don't even want to ride it. I'll take new people on it if they're if I'm with them. If I'm with friends and they want to ride it, I'll ride it. But if it's if it's like, oh well, where are you gonna go? Your choice. Where do you want to go? At this point, I'm saying let's go to Test Track over Soren any day. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the original one better, too. So, And just uh, for uh, everybody's understanding, because I did get messages about this, that, uh, Joe, would you turn on your microphone for a second, please? Yep, come on. Okay, Joe, would you uh, explain that uh, sound in the background? Because oh, we did get really... a couple people that messaged us about it before, so I can't help. I can't help it. Okay, so I'm at a residence in here in Virginia slash DC, and it is the compressor to the fridge in my room. And I've tried. It's one of those things where I've tried kicking it, kind of like when you kick a car or like an old 
appliance to get it to stop and it, it will not stop. So I've been trying to mute my microphone in and out. So I'll, I'll start muting it when I'm not speaking because it's kind of bad. I'm sorry about that. Not a problem. I did get a couple of people that uh, messaged me asking why there was like a humming noise every time you talked the last time, and I had to explain that. So this way yeah, I don't have to explain. This way I don't have to explain it this time. Are you serious? I figured and, and, I would just. You, you had people yeah, and, mess. Why in the world did you not take this opportunity to say there's no humming on there? Well, I think that people see the masterful editing job that our producer extraordinaire Jeff Williams and Dave Koch do on this no, I'm show. Just, no, I'm, I'm just and when saying, they hear the... you could have totally messed with their heads, made them think they were hearing things. Oh my God. Why would you I prefer I prefer to use... I prefer to uh, do that with other things. Uh, really? Really? We gotta cross into this realm today. Come on. <laughs> hey, uh... I'm just, I'm I'm just the... joking with you, yeah, I was going to tell a story of, of some evil things that I was able to pull off, but then, you know what? A lot of people like me, so I want to continue that. All right, with that said, moving on. Spaceship Earth versus the Grand Fiesta Tour. Somehow, I don't know why, I, I, see, I see Grand Fiesta maybe pulling this off, just because... The voting is that quirky. I mean, we we have had some we've had we've had had some contests go in different directions than anyone would have thought. Spaceship Earth to me has been a it, it's quintessential. I mean, Spaceship Earth without Spaceship Earth, Epcot doesn't look like Epcot. Grand Fiesta is just something you do to sober up after you're done with La Cava. And Joe, I, I I I agree. I mean, Epcot is not Epcot without Spaceship Earth. I love. I still love the ride. I mean, I know it's going down. I guess for a rehab, refurb, whatever you want to call it. I still love it. Um, I love thanking the Phoenicians every time I go through it. I, I love the current narrative. Unlike most people, um, Grand Fiesta Tour is fun. It's not something. I mean, Three Caballeros is great. Oh yeah, um, definitely enjoy the three Caballeros. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I, I, I do too. I mean, who doesn't love Donald jumping off the cliff in like the 1980s film kind of? You know, it's not even in high def. It's great. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I just Spaceship Earth. It's classic. I'm a classic guy. I mean, like I love retro Epcot, retro Magic Kingdom. A lot of my picks today have been the old school attractions. So I mean, it's no surprise here why I pick Spaceship Earth. Okay. And with that, Spaceship Earth does win in a landslide. Moving on to Frozen versus Mission Space. I gave this one to Frozen. I enjoy Frozen. I love the movie. I love the music for it. I cheer every time Elsa uh, lets her hair down in the end of it. I'm like, you know what? You go, girl. Frozen is the Starbucks of Disney World. Change my damn mind, people. Frozen has no business being an Epcot. I've been on the record Bingo. saying this. It's just, I mean, I've I've said it why? many times. It's it's just, it's a why? fake kingdom. Arendelle does not exist. Norway exists. You replaced Vikings. Get off my lawn. It's just turned to Arian's a stroller town. Okay. <laughs> Again, like I said, I, I lived in France for a summer one time, and I used to go, I was in Lyon, but every weekend I would go to Paris. And you know what? The last time I was in Paris, I did not see Belle or uh, Aurora standing on the corner meeting people. So I don't see this whole idea of this bringing in the characters, bringing in the whole... Um, IPs, why people are so against it, you know, Morocco, you know, uh, Aladdin and Jasmine are in Morocco, they're from Agrabah, they're not from Morocco, you know, so I for one welcome our frozen overlords. (laughs) Thank you, Dave Brockman. I still think you're wrong, Dave, and with this crew that's on this show, everybody's going to pick Mission Space, so I'm going to go with Mission Mission Space. Space. 
And I, you know what's sad is I used to do the orange all the time, and I know I'm getting old when I'm doing the green. Frozen has it by um, five to three. Wow. I did not see that one coming. Again, because I think our, we're all getting older, and we all don't I see think the our, orange anymore, so that's why. I, I think our podcast just lost a little bit of credibility there. <laughs> that one. Uh, oh no, we dropped from eleven to eight. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now test track versus living with the land. Oh man, that's a tough one. It's and it's not tough, but no, it's not. It's not, but I love, I love, I love me some Mike Brussel. Shout out to Mike if he's listening, because I always tweet him. Whenever I'm on Living with the Wind, I will tweet at Mike, and he always says thank you. <laughs> so, um, I still say Test Track. I, I have to say Test Track, because I think Test Track is, to me, it is about rides, and uh, I feel that Test Track is a ride. I feel that uh, Living with the Land is an exhibit. Uh, and that's, <clears throat> that's no shame against... You know, no shame against living with the land at all. I enjoy. I, you would probably catch me riding living with the land way more than I would ride test track. But as far as a ride quality and a thrill ride, which I believe Disney is kind of lacking in the thrill ride department, test track is a necessity. Test track does put more rear ends in the seats, which I'm happy with because that means I get to go on living with the land. I get to listen to Mike Purcell. I get to see all of the hydroponic stuff. I get to see, like, all the geeked out, you know, scientific ways of growing vegetables, everything else, you know, helping, you know, helping sustain the planet with new food sources. I enjoy that. I, I love that, and I really dig eating in the garden grill, being able to eat food that was actually developed and grown there in Walt Disney World. Dave, I will say this about Test Track is that's like the one fast pass when Jen and I go to do our fast passes. Like the phrase test track at night always comes into play when we're doing Epcot. It's like the one ride I have to do once at night. And it's like you're outside for like eight seconds, but it's the fact of like going outside, being dark, flying around that corner, seeing Spaceship Earth in the background all lit up in purple and stuff. It's just... Oh, I, I love the view of, yeah, Spaceship Earth when that happens. It's... uh. I yeah, it's great, awesome. I agree. A completely great view. The one thing that I always love is everybody's completely going nuts over it's like, oh my god, we're going so fast, we're going around this bank. It's like, have you ever driven on the Jersey Turnpike or the Dan Ryan? I mean, you go faster than this all the time. <laughs> oh, the Dan Ryan Expressway. I oh. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's, that's why you definitely have to fight for your Second Amendment rights, because you should be packing heat when you're on the Dan Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Living with the land. Living with the land one? Really? Oh, okay. Living with the land one, huh? No, I think I think he's saying he sleeps through it. Okay, honestly, with this joke right, we, is done. We, yeah, we let's, get the let's point, get this Dave. Over with. <laughs> I'm on vacation. The last thing I want to do is be educated. I want mindless dribble. Testuck has it. Congratulations, Hector Elizondo, Mountain Dew Camacho. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't get that. You should watch the movie, especially about the educated part. Believe me, you should watch it. <laughs> nah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Who won, by the way? I said, test track. All right, there we go. All right, now we're going to move on to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Number one seated, Flight of Passage versus Kali River Rapids. I think I voted for... I definitely voted for Flight of Passage, but I think I had to contemplate this one a little bit because I think Collie River Rapids is kind of underrated. If you don't mind getting wet. It is kind of short, though. That's why Man, I, I didn't get... vote for it, and plus I don't like it. Man, I can hear that fridge in the background. It's really bad. Sorry about that. Tim? I'm going to say Flight of Passage. I mean, I, I've 
I do dig Kali. I think it's a it's a cool ride, but to me, it's it's no different than any other big inner tube ride. You know, we've got Thunder River here at Six Flags. Uh, I just I feel like it's your basic, uh, you know, just just your basic inner tube rapids ride, where it just you know kind of soaks you and you know leaves you feeling miserable the rest of the day. I just I'm. I'm not a fan of that, especially in Florida humidity when you don't dry out. Uh, I don't know about any of you, but I'm really not too fond of walking around with a permanent case of swamp butt at 11 o'clock in the morning. So, uh, me, I, I'm, I'm going to go Flight of Passage, because even if you can't ride Flight of Passage, you can just go over and, uh, you know, tie one on in the Nomad Lounge. So, Well... Well, I'm a big fan of ours over at our Six Flags, Joe. You, I'm sure you have fond uh, memories of the, ro- of the Roaring Rapids. Absolutely. Pretty sure memories of high yes, school. Exactly. Well, um, what was the one at Action Park? Traction Park? Yes, Traction yeah, Park. I don't remember, I, but I am a survivor. I was and if, never and if, and if our listeners out there don't know what that is, just YouTube it. It's awesome. I survived Action Park. I think one day we need to do a show on Action Park. Absolutely. Even though I, actually I wasn't had... allowed to go, I know so many. I know so many people that had casualties there that I was, oh, my parents just so all out forbade it, and I would have ignored them because who doesn't ignore their parents? But uh, I just had no uh, transportation methods of getting there. So, Listen, on, a, on a quick side note, I had a friend who from high school who was actually in a documentary about that. And I actually contacted her like after like high school many years. I was like, oh my god, I just saw. Is you this the one on uh, that's the, like the eight minute one on YouTube? It probably is. Yeah, she's one of the people they interviewed. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. great. Yes. If uh, so, anyway, you all should go look up Action Park on YouTube because there's no way of describing Action Park if you uh, are not from the Northeast and actually have to a way that anybody else can appreciate it. You just need to watch this. Uh, video. Oh, I've I've seen it. I've seen it. And it's fantastic. Oh yeah, Park. By the way, and by the way, Dave, I just figured out how to turn the compressor off of my fridge, so that should a, be good now. That's hilarious. <laughs> We're only like an hour into the show, two shows I, in. I but. just don't understand what you're talking about. I mean, I don't. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the winner of this one is Flight of Passage. Now, next one. Dinosaur or Navi River Journey? Dinosaur. Dinosaur. Next. Who voted for Navi? Uh, Jeff. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> no, actually, no. Remember, Jeff starts his uh, introduction with flash photography. I wouldn't. It alters the homing signal, and that's not good. That's true. That's true. It's a dinosaur reference. But and Jeff whenever loves... I and usually and I didn't do it tonight, but usually when I introduce uh, Tim, I say in our one extra passenger, extra large, Tim Sweska. Well, I was just saying Jeff because when when uh, what do you call it? When Pandora opened up, Jeff spent like a week there, literally five days in a row, and I actually tell that story to people. I'm like, yo, I have a friend that spent like the first five days of his vacation in Pandora, and I'm like, the guy loved it that much. So, so uh, who uh, picked them? Who picked Navi? <sighs> Probably Stephen Maxwell because he hasn't ridden Pandora yet. <laughs> I don't know. You are absolutely know. right. Oh, oh there you go. go. I'm on a, yeah, I'm two for three tonight. <laughs> All right. Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain, or Festival of the Lion King? Oh, I mean, come on here. Come on. Everest. 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 Next. Everest. Next. Who picked Festival? You. No. Jeff. Yep. <laughs> when in doubt, just pick Jeff. Kilimanjaro Safaris to finish off. Or Finding Nemo the Musical. I'm picking Kilimanjaro. If anybody voted for Finding Nemo, it's Jeff. Yeah, a Kilimanjaro. Jeff. Somebody did vote for Kilimanjaro, uh, Finding Nemo, and it wasn't Jeff. Who was it? Uh, um, Michael? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, who? No, you know Michael. what? Dave, you did. <laughs> no, no, I okay. did not. I like the way you're like Michael Who, like Michael who lives in South Florida. <laughs> on our podcast. Uh, we're out of guesses, man. Let's... Who? Oh, God. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, Michael. Who voted? I don't know. A lot of guesses. Stephen Maxwell. Oh. I guess, you know what it is? He probably, on that transatlantic flight... There's usually some pockets of really low pressure, so maybe he gets some hypoxia on the flight across, and he's not thinking straight by the time he comes over here to uh, enjoy uh, Walt Disney World. So we got to get. Or him he something. is he is he is flying Virgin Atlantic, and they probably have a few Disney movies on there, and one of them is probably Finding Nemo. So he gets all excited while he's on the plane. Seven-hour trek over to the uh, eastern seaboard of the U.S. Huh. That could be it. I can't think of any uh, good, uh, any other woody responses to that. I'm at, Let's move on. I'm at the list. Well, that's actually okay. round two, gentlemen, and we kind of ran a little longer than I expected on that one. So what we're going to do is we're going to end here, and we're going to table our discussion on our Magic Kingdom six-pack to our next show. So with that... Let's go around. Let's tell everybody where we can be found on the interwebs. You can find me at plain underscore Tim on Twitter, and you can find me at Tim Schweska on Facebook. You can find me at Figments Reality on Instagram. Joseph? You can find me on Twitter at Joe Quat. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Joe Quat and over at the resortloop.com DVC roundtable show. And you can find the Mickey Dudes on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. You can find the, tw- you can find the Mickey Dudes on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. And you can find us on Facebook. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for sticking around and listening to us. And just remember... The new Soren is horrible. listen to another exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon